Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 6, Dhyana Yoga, Yoga of Meditation. And obviously this is the conclusion of all the discussion we had about ourselves, who we are, what we consider ourselves to be, what we should be considering ourselves to be, and how to get there. Right now I'm identified with this limited being called me, my body, mind, and intellect. Chapter 2 said, your goal is to identify with the one which is imperishable. Then we have talked about how to do this through karma yoga, by doing greater good, selfless activities to purify your mind and intellect, so that it starts seeing the reality as is, without coloring it through your vasanas and desires and aspirations and goals. And then when I go through that process, we had been told how to now train your mind to not go outside. So wherever our mind goes, that's where our attachment goes. That's where identification is. My leg is hurting, my mind goes to my leg, and therefore my identification is more stronger with the body at the time. Nothing, no great ideas are important that time. Look, my leg is hurting, forget about it. Let me tell you about theory of evolution, forget about it. I have pain. So wherever a mind goes, that's where my identification is. Mind has now tendency to go out in this world and attach to many things, create new attachments every day. So we have learned that the goal is now to withdraw the mind, make it inward, towards yourself and attach it to yourself. When we get to that point, what will be our experience? And we have learned in verse 29, it says, Sarva Bhutastam Atmanam. Sarva Bhutani Cha Atmani. Right now I think this is me. I am in the center of my world. You are in the center of your world. She is in the center of her world. He is in the center of his world. And when our world collides, that's our relationship. Sometimes they overlap in a pleasant way and we have friendly encounter and sometimes they collide in a very violently and we have conflicts. When my goal and your goal is to achieve the same object, then we are on a collision course, as we see in the debates last night. In the very first debate, when there were 15 candidates, Donald Trump said, Ted Cruz is a good guy. He is not capable, but he is my friend. He is a good guy. Gradually, yesterday, he is a liar, he is a liar, nothing but a liar. They are both going toward the same object, and they are on a collision course. So our worlds are 
separate and they come and collide with each other in various ways because we all have a different world. But once the mind is turned toward inward, Bhagavan said you will find that the self which you call yourself is not only just yourself but the same self in all the beings. There are not too many different selves. The one self expressing through all the beings. So therefore it's a Sarva Bhutastham Atmanam. I see that this same self is residing in all the beings. What I consider my consciousness is the same consciousness for you and him and she and her. In Sarva Bhutani Atmani, not only that, I will also see that the self is not in the beings. Actually, the beings are in the self. Our standard analogy, this space is in this room, the next door room has its own space, so this room space and that room space have some relationship. They belong to the same building. So they are basically related to each other in a more friendly way. So this space and that space, how did I create them? By putting a partition between in the space. The one space I put a partition created two space. Now did I really divide the space or I put a partition in the space? I actually put the partition in the space. Space remaining what it is, I just put a partition in it. So now is it the space within the partitions or the partitions are within the space? Those of you who have been attending Gita class for a long time know that the partition is in the space. This room used to be much larger. The same way when I start visualizing that all these buildings in this world are actually in the space, not that the space is in the building. So when I turn my gaze towards myself, not only I find that myself is something other than this body, mind and intellect, but the same self is expressing through all the body, all the beings. And all the beings are nothing but in the space because space, the self is all-pervading. Just as the space is all-pervading, so no matter what building I create, no matter where on this planet or in another universe, it's still the same space. Iksate Yoga Yuktatma Sarvatraha Samadarshanaha One who has become the Yoga Yukta, one who has mastered the yoga. Yoga is to connect. One who has mastered that connection of removing this identification from this outside world to inside, he now sees this. That's the reason. Sarvatra Samadarsana, he becomes equanimous in all his vision. His mind is an equanimity. No matter what the situation is, he sees the same reality. So that's the goal. The goal is to reach a stage where you start seeing that myself is the same as yourself. Yourself is the same as his self and herself. And now all beings are nothing but the expression of the same self. So Arjuna had a doubt. This looks like a pipe dream to me. This looks like something far-fetched somewhere. Because the very goal is to turn the mind toward itself, detaching it from all the attachments it has right now. That really does not seem like a very viable proposition. So he had a doubt and said, 
I don't see this happening. That this mind is so chanchal, then so unstable, that it is like trying to control wind. We all know that controlling wind is not something in our hand. No matter how much technological advances we have, when a hurricane comes, all you can do is just watch on TV. But you cannot really control it. You can say, let me now turn the hurricane's path. Well, that's not possible. So the mind is like that hurricane. Typically, our mind is in a turbulent shape. It's not easy to control. And then Bhagavan said, that's correct. You're right. That mind is chanchal and asthir. But abhyasena, by constant practice, it can be tamed. The circus animals, they are tamed to do some amazing things. Elephant standing on two legs, you know, dog jumping through fire. By constant practice, even this mind can be tamed. If the circus animals can be tamed, your mind also can be tamed by practice. And vairagyana, and by dispassion. More you detach from outside, more you detach from your body, more you detach from your intellect, mind is free to go and attach to the self. More I'm, as I consider me today, more difficult it is for mind to go and attach it to the self. It's a abhyasena and vairagyena. Two pointers given by Bhagavan. He had a doubt, mind cannot be tamed. Bhagavan said, no, it can be. You are right, it's not easy. Don't underestimate the power of your mind. That it's pramathini, it's very powerful. Even any powerful thing also can be tamed. So we talked about the hydro power, water, when it is flooding, has a great capacity to create destruction. The same water can be tamed into a hydro dam and create energy. So the same mind which has this tremendous energy to take you away from your goal, that same energy can be harnessed and cultivated to find yourself. By Abhyasena Vairagyana, the two pointers Bhagavan gave. So he dispelled his doubt. Now Arjuna has a different doubt. So he says, and these doubts are very universal. These doubts are universal in the path of seeking the truth. Every seeker comes to the same doubt. First thing we hear is, this chapter is great, but meditation is not easy. So Bhagavan said, okay, if you are really serious, keep trying, keep trying and keep trying and Try and try again, boys. You will succeed at last. You will continue trying and you will achieve that. Now is another doubt. Because we know that this life is limited. Just looking at all the things which is happening. We have one of our friends died last week. Biswanath Basu went to India. He wrote back saying, my father went to surgery. Surgery went well. Thank you very much for your prayers. And yesterday he sent a note saying his father passed away. So people in my age thinking, maybe I have very little time left. Neil, finish all the podcast and what do we want to do as quickly? Arjuna watch. And in verse 37, Ayatihi sraddhaya upetaha yoga chalatamanasa. Sraddhaya upetaha. I have complete faith. I have faith that this is right. This is the path. This is the path I must be following. That is not a problem. Intellectually, I'm convinced this is the right path, and that's my goal, is to find the truth myself. But ayatihi, because of the uncontrolled self, and no control over my senses, ayatihi, yoga chalita manasaha, the mind wavers away from this yoga. 
every new year we make resolution. I do too. I said, well, I don't have much time left. Well, you know, my passion is singing, so. And I know I'm getting old. My voice is going. So I said, well, let me, before my voice goes away, I need to practice and maybe record another album or something like that. And then after about a while, I fall into the same, you know, there's not enough time, architecture practice is more important. You know. So even though I have faith and I have a goal, but yoga, Chalitamanas, mind wavers away from this yoga to attach itself to the goal. A prapya yoga sansiddhim. So he's not achieving. So I have not achieved the yoga sansiddhim. I have not achieved the perfection in yoga. Kam gatim krishna gachati. What happens to that person? He had all the faith, trying hard, but because of uncontrolled self, senses, and mind wandered away from the yoga, and he dies. Time is over. Time is up. What happens? Kachit na ubhaya vibrastha chinna abram ivanashyati. Doesn't he get destroyed like the torn cloud, the shattered cloud? Our basically dilemma is should I be doing this or should I be doing that? Should I be focusing on my materialistic world and achieve accomplishment there? or I should be pursuing the path of spirituality. So if I just focus on one, maybe I can get success. But doing both, it may not be possible. When we came to this town and we started these classes, a couple of our friends who made new friends, they said, Neil, they're businessmen, so Neil, as much time you are putting in these Bhagavad Gita classes and Balvihar and all that, if you put in business, you can make lots of money. And my friend, the Chinma Mission, said, Neil, as much time you're putting in your architectural practice, if you put as much time in this. When I left Houston, and I was completely immersed into this Vedanta, I had just come to United States, and Swami just come to United States, and I got inspired and started going to Gaurangbhai's classes. So when I got a job, and I said, Gaurangbhai, I need to go to Dallas. So he said, Neil, then what will happen to all this? I think Gaurangbhai, I have only one desire, to design high-rise buildings. And that's why I came to United States. Once I get this chance, because I was working for a company which does nothing but high-rise building, or at least I got a job, he said, once I fulfill my desire, I'm going to focus on this. Gaurangbhai said, it's never going to happen. And it's true. I'm continuing to practice architecture. So... Should I really now consider that I'm going to be lost on both sides and neither I'm a very, very good at architecture, neither I'm very, very good at Bhagavad Gita. So is it not that I'm going to be completely a loser? Like in Gujarati there is a saying, Dobino Kutro, Garno Ne Gatno. Wasserman's dog does not belong to the neighborhood, nor does he belong to the river bank. Because the dogs in the neighborhood think he's an outsider. He doesn't stay here all the time. Dog to the river bank, he's an outsider. He doesn't stay here all the time. So he, he belongs to nowhere. Something similar to what we feel is all expatriates, the first generations at least, you know, who came here. We don't feel we belong here. We also don't think we belong in India. Every time we go to India, we think we are foreigners. We come back here. We come here, we think we are foreigners. So what is our land? So is it not that one who has a complete faith in this yoga, 
and he's pursuing but because of his mind is wavering and he does not have control over himself that will be destroyed just like chinna abram even nashyati bhagwan vedvyas uses the analogy of a cloud which has been torn away from the main mass of clouds when it was the big mass of clouds it has some productivity it has a direction and a productivity but a little cloud which is separated from the big mass has no direction it has been tossed away in the wind without any direction and eventually get destroyed is isn't that the fate of a person who cannot achieve this in this lifetime apratishtha mahabaho vimudah brahmanah pathehi apratishtha he does not get any pratishtha any accomplishments vimudah is deluded which path was right should i have practiced this or should i practice that brahmana pathehi who has been going in the path of achieving brahman that ultimate truth about his self etanme sansayam krishna chetum arhasi asesar this is my doubt is a very sincere student he tells as it is look all this is great i understand it i fully agree with you i want to pursue this but i don't think i will have enough time left to pursue it nor do i think i'm prepared my mind is prepared to it will i not be destroyed so this is my doubt you have to dispel it completely asheshata don't leave anything that maybe this can happen sometimes we ask somebody question should i you can do one of the two things you can go there or don't go there well look i came to ask you should i go there or not and he said you can do one of the two. i already knew i can do one of the two things so it was not very helpful they said asheshata don't give me another option just give me exactly what will have give me the straight answer what it will be tvat anyah sansayasya asya chitta nahi upapadyate because other than you i do not think there is anyone else who can dispel this doubt of mine that because i can go to somebody else and he may be the right person but i don't think he is the right person sometimes mina and i talk about it and say you know swami ji said that yesterday in the lecture i told you that no 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 what you said swami ji said that same thing coming from swami ji's mouth and somebody else's mouth makes complete difference it's called prestige suggestion if i tell you any product is good you wouldn't really but somebody from hollywood or bollywood tells you you will buy it with prestige suggestion it's gone because i have a faith that that person looks good if he wears this suit and looks good i may look good too forget that he's 6 feet 4 and i'm 5 feet 4 i have complete faith in you you dispel this doubt so now bhagwan obviously have to dispel his doubt so next two verses which we will see it's sri bhagwan uvacha partha na eva iha na amutra vinasa tasya vidyate very very comforting statement from bhagwan for all of us who had this doubt where are we going are we getting lost all my efforts here and there both are getting destroyed it's a no partha arjuna na iha not here amutra not there which is not my efforts in this world are going in vain whatever i am doing in my profession my family my community those are not going vain either they may not be perfect 
they may not be complete they may not be yielding the results everybody wants me to achieve or i want to achieve, but they are not going in vain every action makes an impact every vote will count you know in november i normally think of what my vote can do i'm just one out of this what are the millions of but every vote counts i get this email every day from hillary clinton and bernie sanders and even republican neil we are counting on you because they know that if they tell 25 million people then only they can count bhagwan said na iha na amutra vinasa tasya vidya that person's vinash destruction is not there no efforts are ever going in vain i give this example all the time when i finished my preparatory science in our days it was pre science and then the three years of science college that's why you have to decide where you are going to go so the first year bsc you have to decide whether you are going to become an engineer or you are going to become a doctor so a group and b group a group takes right balba you remember a group takes you towards engineering b group takes you towards medicine and once you are in it there is no real way to change it so my family convinced me that look by we are not very rich people medicine is a long path engineering you can go quickly so why don't you take a group and i was normally top of the class so i can do whatever i want so i went and took an admission a group in fibs after while a friend of mine who was a little you know senior to me who was in engineering school came for the vacation so he asked me sir neil what did you decide i said i decided i will go to engineering he said neil let me ask you one question if you have to tighten a screw in which direction you have to rotate the screwdriver so i started thinking i never used screwdriver in my life i said vijay i still remember vijay bimawala was in the vijay i don't know he said see that's what i meant if you go to an engineering you really have to be very mechanically oriented and handy with your hand and your mind should be working more mechanically i don't see you as that i said well, you are right i think i made a mistake went home told my mom i need to go to b group he said okay then go to your college and tell them so i will go to my college i told them they said there is no way we already given you admission we can change it we already filled all the position so i was completely distressed and disappointed my mama comes and say don't worry you leave surat come to bardoli do big group there so i left my home went to my mama's house did fibsc and big group and there a long story in the end i ended up in architecture where the fibsc did not count i i could have gone straight from preparatory science so i always considered that one year i spent in fibsc was a complete waste in my life i could have done something better anyway i come here to united states and apply for registration there was a requirement that you have to 17 years of schooling to be considered equivalent to the architectural degree in this country and 11 years of school 5 years of architecture makes 16 that was the real requirement my fybsc was counted as 17th year i never went to school here in this country 
with that, my degree was considered equivalent to same degree. Other people who didn't go to FIBSC, they are not considered equivalent. So now I'm practicing architecture without ever going to school in the United States. That FIBSC, which I considered complete waste, came as a complete rescue to me in setting up my career here. So Bhagwan said, not here nor there. Any action which you sincerely put goes in vain. So that's the biggest consolation you and I can have. Then nothing we are doing is going in vain. It's always going into your savings account. This is the bottom line. And we say that all the time that I'm, I'm not worried, I have not done anything wrong to anybody. I'm doing right. So therefore nothing bad will come to me. Bhagwan basically assure you that that's true. Nahi Kalyanakrut, one who is doing good, kaschid ever, durgatin tat gachati. Oh my son, he never goes to any bad situation. Durgatin. That does not mean he doesn't suffer through life. But the end is never bad for the person. Because you are doing good, you are on the path of good, Kalyanakrut, that's what you have to keep in mind. Is my path is a Kalyanamarg? Is it completely selfish or I am doing it for the greater good? The Kalyanakrut. So that's the assurance by Lord Krishna himself. Two things, no action is ever going in vain if it is done sincerely. And secondly, if your path is a path of good, you will never ever be in a situation which is so bad. Durga, not in a wrong place. You will not end up in a wrong place. You may go through some detours and sufferings, but you end up at the right place. Prapya punyakritam lokan usitva saswati samaha suchinam srimatam gehe yoga bristo avijayate This is a discussion of very difficult subject to grasp, which is reincarnation. There is nothing can start without any previous preparation. My life is not an accident. My birth was not an accident. My death will also not be the end of some random experiences. It's a continuation. My yesterday was the foundation of my today. And today is the foundation for my tomorrow. It's a continuum and it has a continuity is unbroken. What I do today, I can start only from that tomorrow. And tomorrow will be the foundation for day after tomorrow. So it says the prapya punyakritam, one who has been doing good, that person when after living in the world of good, Saswatihi Samaha, enjoying the righteous world for a long period of time. Now here is the correlation between the finite and infinite gain. Because I'm doing good, I'm getting a good result, but it's finite. No matter how good I do, there'll be finite good results. So those who are doing good, they will experience the righteous world for a long period of time, but at the end, Suchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brasto Abhijayate. He still has to achieve his goal of achieving the yoga alignment with that Supreme Self. He has achieved the good, but not the ultimate. 
he experiences the happiness which he deserves because of his good actions, but he has to come back and start where he left off. Yoga Brastha, one who has unfulfilled goal of achieving yoga, he will take birth in a Suchinam Srimatam Gehe. He will take birth in a family which is pure and wealthy. In other words, he will have means to continue his path of perfection. And then the next few verses will talk about, I'm doing good, but it may have different qualities. I'm doing good something for my selfish reasons. And I'm doing something good for completely selfless reasons. I'm doing good, but it is for my own sake will give me that world of righteous to enjoy. The one which I'm doing selflessly will give me a completely different environment to pursue a path of evolution. So we'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschidduk Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om